Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight, where we've got all the boxing news today fit to print, courtesy of our friends at boxing247.com. Let's start off with a bit of news out of Madison Square Garden in New York City, where, as we all know, um, Amanda Serrano and Katie Taylor are going to go uh, toe-to-toe on April 30th. Before they do, however, Liam Smith and uh, Jesse Vargas are going to have a bit of a clash. So here we go. Liam Smith is aiming to prove he can become a two-time world champion and send Jesse Vargas into a new career in politics with a career-ending defeat when they clash at Madison Square Garden in New York on Saturday night. Smith and Vargas m- meet in a must-win fight that will determine the next chapters of both careers. The winner will choose... Sorry, the winner will close in on a shot at the title, while the loser will face questions over their future in the sport. Uh, Smith has been the more active of the two with a knockout win over local rival Anthony Fowler in October, following a harsh points defeat in Russia last May to Magomed Kurbanov, while Vargas has been out of the ring since tasting defeat for the third time in his career against Mikey Garcia uh, back in February 2020 and down in Texas. Saturday's fight has been on the cards for some time now, long before it was postponed in February after Vargas caught COVID. And there's been plenty of back and forth between the former world rulers. Vargas has been sparring in the political sphere too, launching a campaign to be running uh, to represent Nevada's fourth U.S. congressional district. And while he believes he'll be demanded challenge for world honors, once again, Smith feels the Las Vegas man is already looking at his next career and will pay the price in the Big Apple. Said Smith, you question if he wants to be here. I have this thing on my mind. He's running for Congress. He hasn't boxed for two years. He's only got one fight left on his contract. So this is his last hurrah. Give me one more payday and I'll move into politics. He asks. He's very good technically. He's got that typical Mexican-American style. He likes to fight, meaning he's more of a boxer, but he doesn't shy away from a fight. I know he's a nice guy, but for some reason, there's a bit of a needle there. I boxed Sam Eggington in March 2019, and Eddie mentioned Jesse's name in the ring. And I thought, yeah, you promote him. I like that. We jumped in. We fought Garcia, which is cool. That was two years ago, and he could have fought me in those two years. I met Jesse at Manson Square Garden at the Andrew Joshua versus Andy Ruiz fight when Callum was on the card, and we shook hands on the fight. So it did just had a bit, not because he was chasing him. Uh, he's a big money fighter, world title fighter. I was after him because neither of us were going to get a title shot, and it was a very good fight. When I look at the landscape of the 154-pound division, I believe I can be world champion again. If I didn't, I would retire because I'm happy. I've got two lovely daughters. I've ruled the world, so I could retire a happy man. People would bite your hand off for the career I've had, but I'm realistic. When I look at the champions and contenders, I think I can beat him and him and him. So I'm not done yet, but I still have that fire in me. He's only lost to Manny Pacquiao, Timothy Bradley, Mike Garcia, and soon to Liam Smith. We're in boxing uh, to be in good fights, and he's one that I want to get rid of. Fair enough. Moving on to uh, another fight taking place uh, on May 5th at the Sahara Event Center down Las Vegas. Fight Vibe Entertainment, along with Reed Boxing, are launching a new monthly boxing series called Thursday Night 
Fight Vibe at the Sahara Event Center in Las Vegas. The first show on May 5th will live stream on Fight TV free of charge and will feature demonstrations and exclusive clips from the new feature film Power of Chi, narrated by Morgan Freeman, starring some of the sport's biggest stars from the UFC, NBA, NFL, as well as four-time winner of the World's Strongest Man Contest. Thursday night, Fight Vibe will include a nostalgic throwback to Las Vegas glory days of spectacular live performance entertainment to go along with boxing main events, said promoter Stephen Reed. Our goal is to provide exceptional entertainment for everyone attending and watching live on the internet, in addition to having an event to showcase our local talent here in Las Vegas, the mecca of boxing. Uh, the show will showcase Guatemala's rising star, Lester Martinez, who's 11-0 with 10 knockouts, versus Mexico's undefeated Juan Abraham Villagas, who's 17-0 with 13 knockouts, in a 10-round super middleweight main event. The Cinco de Mayo showdown will be the first of the Fight Five series that will go down on the first Thursday of every month at the historic venue. Down in Florida at the Parks Casino on May 13th, we're going to see D'Angelo Fuentes go toe-to-toe against James Early. Undefeated D'Angelo Fuentes, who's 7-0 out of Coconut Creek, Florida, will have his hands full in a six-round featherweight bout against James Early out of uh, Seat Pleasant, Maryland, as part of a nine-bout card at the Parks Casino on Friday, May 13th. Fuentes has a passion for everything that comes along with boxing. He loves his preparations needed for the fight and the reward that comes from winning. He understands he needs to stay consistent and disciplined to achieve his goals. Yada, yada, yada. It's important to have the right people around the fighter when they're trying to win a championship. Fuentes recently changed management. And when talking about the impact it had, he said, it's absolutely a big difference. My manager, Jerome Cohen, cares about me, and he's part of my family now. Before, it was more of a control thing. I didn't like that. But Jerome is looking out for my well-being and cares about me, and it is a big difference. So with the right people around him and the right mindset, Fuentes would look to uh, put on his best performance down the Park Casino on May 13th, and we look forward to seeing uh, the outcome and the result of that fight. Taking place over in Ontario, California on the 21st of May, Gilberto Ramirez versus Dominic Bossel, former world champion and light heavyweight Mexican boxing star Gilberto Zurdo Ramirez, who's 43-0. and with 29 knockouts out of Mazatlan, Mexico, will face former WBA interim light heavyweight world champ Dominic Boisel, who's 32-2 with 12 knockouts fighting out of Freiburg, Germany. As I said, that'll take place... Uh, ee, that's wrong here. In the title, it says 21st of May. In the story, it says May 14th. We'll need clarification there. The 12-round fight will pit the WBA number one ranked Boisel against number two ranked in, in the WBA rankings. Ramirez in a winner-takes-all event that will propel the winner to the door of a world championship by the co-main event will feature one of the most exciting Mexican boxers in the lightweight division, the undefeated William Zapita, who's 25-0, defending his WBA Continental America's lightweight title against the resilient former world champ, Rene Alvarado, who's 32-11 with 21 knockouts, fighting out of Managua, Nicaragua, in a 10-round uh, lightweight fight. The event will take place at the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. Looking for a day. Oh, confirmed here by uh, Gilberto Zerda Ramirez. I'm excited to be fighting back in California. 
May 14th is not too far away. So there we have it, May 14th. And I feel great about how everything is going. I know Dominic is the best light, hate, light heavyweight from Germany, and he'll bring his best. This is a good step forward, my old goal, and, and, and I'm glad I'll be able to put on a great show come fight night. Well, I hope he does. All right, let's see. Uh, we're also going to see Cuba's Solvan Barrera, Yoneski Almanza Gonzalez. Uh, oh, those are the two fighters that uh, Gilberto Zerdo Ramirez uh, defeated and is now knocking on the door of a world championship title shot when he takes on the number one WA ranked Dominic Boisel. Good stuff taking place down in California. All right, Matchroom and Zone have announced two new shows uh, as Hiroto. Kayaguchi will defend his WBA Super and Ring Magazine World Light Flyweight titles against Esteban Bermudez at the Arena Coliseo in Mexico City on Friday, June 10th. Again, shown live world on live worldwide on DAZN. And that's the latest installment of the Matchroom and DAZN fight series taking place in Mexico in association with Canelo Promotions and Class Y Talento. And then... Jesse Bam Rodriguez will defend his WBC World Super Flyweight title against Sir Siket Sor Rungvaisai on Saturday, June 25th at the Tech Port Arena in San Antonio. Again, shown live worldwide on DAZN, except in Uzbekistan and Thailand. And leading a stacked quadruple header of world title action, I might add. Kaiguchi, who's undefeated, 15-0, 10 knockouts. Puts the titles he ripped from Haiki Buddha in uh, December 2018 on the line for the fourth time and makes a welcome return to the ring after his entertaining battle with the pocket rocket Axel Aragon Vega in Dallas back in March 2021, uh, which came to an end when the challenger was forced to quit the bout with a hand injury in the fifth round. The Japanese fighter who previously defended the titles in successive points wins over Tanawat Nakun and Tetsuyo Hasaida in June and October of 2020 in his homeland, fights in Mexico for the first time in the paid ranks and does so against a hungry contender. Bermudez, who's 14-3-2 with 10 knockouts, holds a WBA regular title after handing a first career defeat to defending champion Carlos Canizales in stunning fashion, flooring the belt holder towards the end of the sixth round before wiping him out with 23 seconds left in the session. The 26-year-old will be fired up to elevate to super champ and rip the coveted ring magazine strap from Kaiguchi. And the defending king knows he'll be in for a big test on June 10th as he covets unification bouts down the line. It was always my dream to fight in Mexico because the Mexican style has influenced me a lot, says Kaiguchi. It's a great opportunity to show my boxing in that country against a rival like Esteban Bermudez. Regarding the unification fight, I think it's my mission as absolute champion. So good luck to him. Good luck to him. We look forward to seeing those fights take place down in Mexico. Speaking of down south, let's take a look at Colombia. And yeah, there we have a fight taking on at the Estadio Olimpico Pascual Guerrero uh, on the 13th of August, coming up this summer. Group Yvonne Michel, CYM, Pro Bellum, and Global Yabes 77 held a joint press conference today in, that would be yesterday, in Bogota, Colombia, to announce World Boxing Council Bridgeweight World Champion Oscar Kaboom Rivas, who's 28-1 with 19 knockouts, 
will make his first title defense on August 13th at home against undefeated Polish challenger Lukas Rosanski, who's 14-0 with 13 knockouts, in the 12-round main event at the Batala Oncali card in the Estadio Olimpico Pascual Guerrero Stadium. 40,000 people in attendance in Cali, Colombia. It's going to be called the Battle in Cali, and it'll be distributed worldwide uh, with details forthcoming. Uh, there'll be five to seven bouts, including one or possibly two other world title fights, which are expected to be announced within the week. Good stuff coming out of a whack of promoters. We're promoting a whack of fighters. Down south, and I mean down south, around the world, we see Australian Andrew Maloney, WBA number five, WBO and WBC number six, returning classy fashion this month as he, as the super flyweight standout, emerged victorious on ESPN in his most recent U.S. outing. Maloney has held the WBA World 115-pound crown with his most recent world title pugilistic disputes coming against Joshua Franco. After a successful display in Southern California against Gilberto Mendoza this April, in which Maloney became the first boxer to stop Mendoza in 10 years, Maloney analyzed the performance and the state of the 115-pound division. He said, I was delighted to get back in the ring on ESPN again, so thank you to Top Rank and my team headed up by Tony Tolch for getting me another opportunity on the world's biggest sports broadcaster. I was happy with my performance. I shook off some rust and showed that I was back to my best. This is really what I needed. I'm glad to put on a performance that justified why I'm a former world champion. There's a lot left in the, in the tank for me to go super flyweight, and I believe I'm improving every day and learning, and I show to everyone watching on ESPN. Moving forward, the slightly lighter Mahoney twin has his sights set on becoming world champion with Japanese great Kazuto Aoko uh, on the, at the top of his hit list. The classy Australia opened up on the landscape, 115 division, 115 pound division. He stated, the division is arguably the most underrated division in boxing today. There are so many quality fighters operating at super flyweight it's exciting to be considered part of the elite of the division. Fighters like Estrada are dream fights. I wouldn't ever turn those down. Ioka is a dream fight for any boxing purist. He's an amazing fighter and a living legend. I would also like to fight newly crowned IBF champ Fernando Martinez with Australian boxing buzzing now and big events coming to Australia. That's a dream fight I would want on a card featuring the likes of George Gambosis Jr. and Devin Haney. Hint, hint, I suppose. Moving along, let's uh, go over to New York City. Mm, ah, yes. Good old uh, Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano taking a tour of the city, uh, showing off uh, the Empire State Building, uh, which will be lit in their honor on Saturday night as they clash at Madison Square Garden in New York. Uh, and also on that bout, we're going to see um, Liam Smith uh, and uh, to Jesse Vargas. And also we're going to see uh, Olympic gold medal star Yal, uh, Galal Yafai make his American debut, uh, who defends his WBC international flyweight title against Miguel Cartagena in his second pro fight. Austin Amel Williams in a tough test with fellow unbeaten middleweight Todale Booker. Rishat Mati is always popular in his home city and meets the Albanian bear. Uh, and sorry, the Albanian bear meets Joe Eli Hernandez over eight rounds. Australia's Sky Nicholson, one of my favorites, fights for the second time as a pro against Shaneko Paisley Davis over six rounds. 
and light heavyweight talent Khalil Coat makes a short trip from Jersey City to face William Langston over six. Um, good stuff. Uh, I do have a quote from, where is it? Yes, from uh, 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 Amanda Serrano. Where did it go? Amanda Serrano, who said, being a Latina from Brooklyn, I'm excited to say I've made it, said Serrano. I'm fighting the main event at Madison Square Garden. I'm making seven figures, a young Latina from Brooklyn. I never thought it could happen. I've never fought at Madison Square Garden. I did a tour there recently, and then we did the press conference there. I was in awe of it. I'm so honored to be fighting here. I made history at the Hulu Theater by becoming seven-weight world champ, and I won the Golden Gloves there too. It's full circle now being able to be headlining in the big room and following some of the greats. Oh, yes, there's a bit of it. So let me just recap. There's a star sub the undercard, of which I've gone over, to whet the appetite before the main event. Uh, Jesse Vargas and Liam Smith meet in a must-win battle at Super Welterweight. And there's more undisputed action, as I've described on the card, as the crews to Zoom and Kedros decide who's the top dog at 168 pounds as well. So lots and lots of uh, fighting going on that night. It's going to be an absolute fantastic card. Lots of entertainment there at Madison Square Garden. I just want to end today's episode with a quick little story uh, by Charles Brunn, uh, who is quoting Ricky Hatton, who says Tyson Fury won't retire until he fights Alexander Yusek and Anthony Joshua, because those are two boxers that he needs to check before he walks away, two boxes that he needs to check before he walks away. As far as Hatton is concerned, he doesn't believe anything that WBC heavyweight champ Fury says. Uh, Hatton has noticed how Fury fluctuate and has already disappeared once and returned. Fury is making more out of his win over Dillian White than the average fan after his six-round knockout at Wembley Stadium in London. The way Fury has been bragging about this accomplishment, you would think he'd just beaten the number one guy in the division instead of a guy knocked out in five rounds by 40-year-old Alexander Povetkin back in 2020. Fury might actually go ahead of, with his promise of retiring because he's made a lot of money and he sounds like he's worried about losing. In the last four years, he has selected his opponents well, fighting guys he knew he could beat in Deontay Wilder, Otto Wallen, White, Safir Safari, Francisco Pianeta, and Tom Schwartz. Is Fury afraid of losing? I'd say that's a big yes. You can argue that Fury is so fearful of losing that he's willing to bypass the opportunity to make $60 million U.S. funds. I love Tyson Fury, said Hatton, but it's very, very hard to believe a single word that comes out of his mouth. And I say that with love. You have to keep setting yourself goals. There's Anthony Joshua and Alexander Yusik. Tyson is Fury. He's number one. But everyone's saying, who would win out of the three of them? I don't think Tyson will want to retire until he ticks both them boxes and finds out. Tyson, get it done now. I'd rather him not be sat on the set in three years saying, I want to fight them now, said Hatton. I'll still be training every day. I'm going to stay in shape, enjoy my life, and be a normal person, said Tyson Fury to top-ranked boxing when asked what he'll do with his life now that he's retiring. I'm not some big-time celebrity. I'm not interested. What I will tell you, you'll see me in, and that's entertainment. 
you're going to see me in exhibition fights. Maybe Francis Nagir next, and maybe another stint in WWE. Definitely another book. I've got another book coming out, and maybe another TV show. I'll keep entertaining you, but not inside the paid squared circle as a professional boxer. But there will be many more entertaining nights back here in the UK. A big shout out to ESPN and Top Rank over there in the US as well. They made it happen. I went over to America, fought the best over there, earned my reputation as a folk hero, and returned home after a long voyage away and got a superstar welcome. Without the American journey, crack in America, it would have never happened, said Fury. And there you go, sports fans. That's all the boxing news I have for you today. Thanks for joining. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. And we'll see you at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for uh, Mike Orr and Cedric Ben on Knuckle Up.